Childcare Bar and Grill podcast. Jeff Johnson with you live from upstairs studio. In studio with me is co-host Kristen Peterson. How you doing, Kristen? Amazing. Amazing, of course. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'll come up with a different word next time. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into the I, the idea of the concept of under as a loose part in a moment. But I gotta I gotta throw something out out at you, Kristen. You don't you don't know this. Um, uh, but I recorded, you know, okay. So one of my big interests right now is, is habits and habit change and building habits Ooh. and that kind of okay. thing. Okay. Right? I just read a book on habits. What did you read? Atomic habits. Uh, it's a great book. Have you read, have you read, um, tiny habits by BJ Fogg? I have not put it on your reading list. It's a slightly better, I think, than atomic habits. Um, And so um, I've been, I've been really into this lately. And so a couple weeks ago uh, started a new habit. Okay. Tell me about your habit. And and I thought this was, this is a, this is my, this is a, um, I have a co-conspirator in this habit. Okay. Um, It's a romantic habit kind of. Oh my. I suggested to Tasha that, that every day, we should uh, we should dance to a song. Oh, and yeah. and and so we started doing that, and um, it's been a word I overuse delightful because uh, I've started I started a Spotify playlist and oh. uh, add a song to it every day, and so it's like it's I mean this isn't a big time investment. This is two and a half to five minutes. It's not like yeah. we're that we're like we're playing uh, Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue, which is what twenty five minutes long or whatever it is. Yeah, um, yeah. These are just kind of shorter things, and it's just a just a just a short little kind of uh, uh, thing, and it's it's delightful. If you're listeners, if you're looking for uh, for a, a fun thing to do with your sweetie pie um, that doesn't take a lot of time, um, think about trying to build this habit into your day because it's been it's been delightful. It's one okay. of the one of the things I look forward to in the day now. I have a question for you. Sure. And then I'm going to switch lanes on you. Okay. Um, my question is, do you do a different type of song or are they all slow songs? Do you like do any like, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Well, like, that hasn't been on the playlist yet, but it certainly will be at some point in the future. Um, the playlist right now, we got uh, we got Kiss by Prince. We got uh, Sweet Home Alabama, Leonard Skinnerd. We got Hungry Like a Like the Wolf, Duran Duran. We've got um, Mustang Sally, Wilson Pickett, uh, Twist and Shout, The Beatles. Um, play that funky music, Wild Cherry, <laughs> Jesse's Girl. We got a, we've got a kind of, um, we got some Shakira in there. Uh, Hips don't lie. Um, oh so, so we got a, we got you a have the bow, bow, bow one on there. What's that one? I, I don't know what that is. But, <laughs> so I mean, part of this is, you know, for this to go on for a year, it's going to be 365 different songs because that's how many days there are in a year. And so it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to get to the point where 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 we've got to hunt for songs, but uh, so far hasn't hasn't been hard. Um, and as far as I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a fast song or slow song. We we end up uh, slow dancing for a half of it anyway because you know, you know, I, I, I can't get, I can't get all hot and sweaty and, and I'm not much of a dancer anyway, but it's been kind of a oh fun and kind of a fun romantic thing. And so which lane are you going to change into? I'm changing the, this lane to, we were going to talk about under as a loose part, but I want to talk about sound as a loose part. Okay. Yeah. Because that is, 
so I immediately thought like I immediately thought it's all slow songs but then I was like I wonder if if they're doing any other different style songs like Irish jigs or um the Macarena or uh, rap music or country line dancing like so then I was like well we really should be talking about how we can use sound as a loose part because that's really what that's part of what you're doing with that habit is using sound as a loose part to create a connection and you're playing around with it yeah right yeah. and and in nicholson's uh theory of loose parts essay he i think he he talks about playing with concepts as loose parts but i think he specifically mentions mentions sound um as as loose parts and so there's a there's a lot of ways that you can you can dig into this um one of my favorites is creating an environment where children are free to use the full range of their voice. Yes. Um, we, we live in a world where a lot of early learning settings and home settings mm -hmm. are kind of uh, inside voice centric. Yes. And kids don't have the opportunity to, to fully vocalize. And it turns out it's really, really hard to manage your vocal levels if if you're totally always being told to manage your vocal levels. If you want to want to know how to use your voice quietly, you need to use your voice bigly, bigly, you do. Um, bigly. So, yes, sometimes I think that's the right mm -hmm. word. Um, mm -hmm. And so that modulation, and so creating, you know creating at least sometimes where it's okay to use your, your outside voice, whatever you want to call it. Yes. And okay. So I'm trying to think in our program, so we're located in a church. So there are times where we have to um, <clears throat> ensure that children aren't using their voice bigly, but that would be, that would be during a funeral. Um, that yes. kind of thing. We call it a meeting, uh -huh. a very important meeting, but we go outside then. So we change the environment, not the child. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I was visiting your program one day when there was a meeting happening or <laughs> wrapping up or something. I pulled up and saw a hearse in, yes, the, uh, in the parking lot. And I was, I was wondering if... Uh, <laughs> what what kind of uh, what kind of what Kristen was up to as far as uh, as programming for the day was, but that was something else going on at the facility. Wouldn't, wouldn't a hearse be amazing to put in your outdoor classroom and like have <laughs> children use as a loose part? Oh yeah, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> or a coffin? I don't know. I mean, or or just uh, uh, going to field trips. You could just have it decked out with uh, car seats in the back or something. Um, so, how else do you play with sound? Um, I, I think I, I mentioned a lot when we last time we were together and we talked about wind. Wind chimes are are a great way to to add some um, atmospheric sound to your outside environment. You know, we don't have any wind chimes, but now that's going to go on the Amazon like list today. Um, no, no, you got to DIY that shit. Oh my gosh. Okay. Like how? Tell me. I, I mean, Google it. I mean, there's totally all kinds of ways you can, like, you can, you, I mean, you utensils? can do it with a, you can do it with a co copper pipe, uh, you know, like the copper plumbing pipe. And there's, you can find online, you can find that the, the certain links to get the, uh, the right sounds and there's all kinds of, you can, if you do, if you Google DIY wind chimes, you'll find all kinds of stuff. Oh, interesting. Okay. And that, that, that way the kids are building it and not just the Amazon driver delivering it. 
I mean, I like Amazon might need to deliver some of the stuff, but right. But that that making it process is um, another one I like for playing with sounds. Is uh, I'm a big fan of PVC pipe construction sets. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the you get the pipes and the fittings, and you cut the the long pipes into shorter sections because uh, kids totally start blowing into that kind of stuff. And um, when they put them together, and they like that. <laughs> Um, sound that uh, will drive adults insane. But um, I've seen, I've seen, we were doing an event once and uh, a dad instigated this because I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, dads, they instigate all kinds of shit. Um, And so he was building these musical instruments, quote unquote, out of, uh, out of the pipes. And they, they build these things where like six people were blowing in to different connections of the pipe but then they were all connected <laughs> and the uh the sound was coming out of the other places and again that that's the uh that's playing with wind the air movement of air wind like we were yeah we were talking about in, a, in another episode and so that's kind of a a fun one um, so and also with those pvc pipes if they're different lengths if a child comes to the conclusion that they bang them on things sure they make different sounds when they're different lengths different lengths and different sounds yeah absolutely mm-hmm. drums are a great one yeah. Um, back in our family childcare days and when our kids were small, we, I, I came across like a, a big bass drum some time that we, like from a marching band, like, yeah, it, yeah. Oh and, um, it was, it was something that we, it was a sometimes thing because, uh, uh, too much of that, uh, would, would drive us insane, but, 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 uh, sometimes it was, it was cool. And, and the neighbors not, n- didn't necessarily like it either, but, uh, that was some big boom, 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 yeah. um, um, sound symbols. Oh. I mean, you want to drive, you want to drive, uh, drive the neighbors crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I've never thought of giving children symbols, but that, I mean, that yeah. would be, interesting to see what they would do they would probably end up turning into other things too like any loose part would if you're okay with i mean like if you could find an old pair of symbols and just plop them outside yeah how fun yeah um things like uh you know just putting some gravel into a i don't know a plastic container they can put a lid on a a one of those plastic red folgers coffee yeah things or whatever and and shaking it um ends up being a chance to play with sound. Um, um, I like to, okay. So for me, playing with sound means like singing all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I, one of the things, okay. So we have like, okay, we have kids who are constant hummers. Have you ever had a child who like hums continuously. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, they're playing with sound as a loose part, but I've never sure. thought of it that way. Yeah. Hmm. So I think the, uh, another avenue to pursue when you're playing with sound is um, to practice, create opportunities to practice listening. Yeah. Um, and so just being, in an environment and pausing and listening to what's going on can be a, a learning experience. And that, I mean, that can happen in the middle of a large metropolitan area and it can happen in the middle, middle of nature. 
um, as we're as we're sitting here recording, the uh, the the patio door to my right is open, and I'm listening to to Blue Jays uh, squawking because mm-hmm. uh, uh, just recently the mommy and daddy Blue Jays started bringing the the season's baby Blue Jays to my mm-hmm. suet feeder, and so those uh, those loud obnoxious SOBs have been uh, uh, really chirping up the storm, but it's but it's also delightful. I hear them because I mean they're they're kind of a bigger bird. I can hear them flapping in and then <laughs> and then picking away and then doing their squawky thing. So paying way to, paying attention to those kind of nature sounds is, is a, great. There's a book called The Listening Walk. That's a great story to read with children. Um, that basically just it's, it follows a little girl who's on a walk and all of the sounds that she hears outside and in nature and in the city. And so that's a great addition to your bookshelf if you don't yeah. have that one already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think exposing them to different styles of music is, yes. is great too. I think a lot of times early learning programs get locked in on kids music. Yes. Um, and um, look, there's probably some good quote unquote kids music out there. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of it is shit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, a lot of it, I mean, a lot of it, I mean, a lot of it really is. And I don't want to call anybody out, but a lot of it is just so saccharine. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I hate it. I, it, it, it burns my ears like the, uh, like I, I was, I had a red hot poker stuck in, stuck into my oral orifice. Um, oh my gosh. Um, there is a song by Casper baby pants called, I don't know. It's like loud bird or something like that. And, um, we actually really love that one. And it goes along with sound because it goes, Loud bird, loud bird, loud bird, loud bird, loud bird, loud. Quiet bird, quiet bird, quiet bird, quiet bird, quiet bird now. <laughs> yep, I know it. I know that song. And then it, it moves to different animals. Quiet sure. or loud cow, loud cow, loud cow. Mm-hmm. But, but a- yes, there is there is some music. I mean, it is shit. Some a lot of it. I mean, some of it. I mean, there's um, but like, yes, we play a lot of other things like Bob Marley in our program because I find like the Caribbean drums. I don't know what they're called. Like those, um, it's like uh, they're silver and they kind of curve in in the middle and they like play them um, with little mallets. Do you know what those are called? Those kettle drums. No, kind of. Um, but there's also there's like sound bowls and things too that you can get that you can play yeah. sounds with, and that's really neat. And so it's it's the idea of of paying attention to to sound in in your yes. environment. I mean, and 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 the different the different. I look. I'm not really a, the different shapes of sound. Yes. The the feelings of sound so how does how does this sound make you feel compared to to that sound so there's a it it comes when when you when you can do this and again without making it into a lesson i I can hear the birds i can hear the birds yeah that's uh that is a little blue jay out there chirping away (laughs) um so shut up (laughs) 
shut up out there. We're talking about sound in here. Uh, so my, I, I think that the, the biggest takeaway for me from this conversation is how can we say yes to all sorts of sounds? And yeah. if certain sounds are, um, the feelings aren't as positive with certain sounds for people in the room, how can we say yes to it and still allow them to play with those sounds? Maybe that's by moving it outside. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of times early childhood programs, the um, kind of the stigma or the just the societal rule is that you have to be quiet to learn. And here we're trying to like bust that and say, no, like you don't like be as loud as you need because you can't, you can't learn about sound or learn about the world around you without knowing what's too much of something and, and what's too little of something. Just like you said, with being talking really loud or screaming or whispering. Um, and the same with sound, like they have to learn how to play maybe that drum super, super loud in order to know like what's just the right amount of pounding on that drum. Yeah. And um, you really have to know the children in the environment um, as part of this, because if you have kids that are really sound sensitive yes. and and some kids are um, look, a lot of some programs, you know, they've got the they've got the music playing in the background all the time. Yeah. And for for some kids, that's look, sound can very quickly for some of us humans become overstimulating and Definitely. and draw focus there yes. are there are times sitting here in upstairs studio when i'm working that i can i can have the spotify 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 <laughs> playing um but there's other times i'm working on stuff and and because it, it, it takes more focus i gotta i gotta have it turned off and i gotta i gotta tell those birds to shut up yeah um, those or birds I can't focus man. on what i'm doing um <laughs> and so you need to be cognizant of of all those those kind of moving parts in the environment and who's who's up for this and who isn't. And it's, it's always a, a dance that you're doing as well, I guess. Definitely. Yeah. I like that, um, that you added that in because we've, we've definitely had children who sound is a thing for them. And even like my, um, one of my good friends, her son, when he was really little, um, every time they would go into a certain store, he would run and hide. And one time he ran and hid inside the ice chest, like where you have bags of ice Sure. and he was hiding in there and come to find out later on that sound was a huge thing for him. And there was like a, a buzzing that many people couldn't, wouldn't tune into when they would go into that store, but it was like us, it set him off every single time. And to this day, he still won't go into that store. Yeah. And I mean, there's a fine line there probably because one of the ways you get over those sensitivities at some point is, is exposing yourself to different things. I mean, that's how we get used to different sensitivity issues and, and yeah. all kinds of things. And so some, some additional exposure might be beneficial and helpful, but you don't want to, you don't want to break people exactly. um, by, by your, your need to have, uh, have music playing all the time. Um, so, I mean, maybe, maybe lack of sound is another way to, to, to play with sound. And, and again, I think we got to tack this on there. We're, we're talking about sound as loose parts. Yeah. And so, 
it needs to be done in a way that the kids have as much power and control and choice and freedom around it as possible. And so if you're going to have music playing, uh, creating a, a setup where the kids are the ones that are deciding what's going to be playing and how it's going to be playing. And I don't hey, know. Hey, Alexa, play fart noises. That's yeah. what they do in ours. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, absolutely. If, if it's you as the, uh, the adult driving it all, then it's then then it's taking away the it's making the loose part the potentially loose part less loose, Definitely. and uh, and you lose a lot of the uh, the potential child led learning that can be involved there. And again, this isn't something you want to do as a it's S week, so we're going to play with sound. Exactly, this is just something to to consider about what kind of what kind of materials could I put into this environment that would allow kids to to play with sound if they so chose. Can um. Can balloons have sound? Well, I, I think they they certainly do, since that's part of the reason you're scared of them, isn't, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that's a big part of the reason that I'm scared of them. The popping. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so, what kind? I mean, I mean, you can also you can also play with the concept of experimentation while you're yes. playing with sound. And so you take a balloon and you blow up with just a just a little bit of air, and then you pop that, and it goes. Pfft. Yep. And then you, you blow up a, a medium, a blue, blow it up to medium size and you pop that and you get a, yeah. and then, then you blow it up big and you get the boom that, yeah. uh, that, that uh, causes Kristen to wet herself and run into the yep. other room. Um, and so playing with, with all of those different, uh, permutations of, uh, of, of, of sound. That was a, big word. Kind of that was a really big word. What was the word? Permutation. Permutations. Permutations. Define that. I don't even know. Like different, what's that different, big word? Vari- different variations of something. Oh, interesting. Okay, flubber. I, I was thinking of flubber as in a cup, like a sure. little container, um, and the fart noises that you can make with flubber, like based on different types of cup sizes and how much flubber is in there and how many fingers you squish into the flubber. Yeah, think of the fart sound you could make with uh, with a dump truck full of flubber. Oh my gosh. Like jumping into it. Like if you <laughs> go on, like how would you get, how would you, if you had a dump truck full of flubber, how would you produce the fart sound? Like, cause you need like a finger or something to jam into the cup of flubber. Would it be like a whole entire group of people that would have to jump into the back of the a dump truck to get the fart sounds? Well, no, what I'm picturing is uh, you and a crew of about 75 mix up the uh, flubber in the back of the dump truck. And that's okay. like a, that's like a weekend thing. That's a Sunday afternoon thing you're all doing and you're having some beers and you, you yeah. end up with your dump truck full of flubber. You put a cover on it for the night. And then the next day you, you, you just empty that into the, into a blob in the parking lot and then steamroller. Oh, <gasps> Yes. Steamroller rolls across the flubber and and just smushes it and hopefully makes the the giant flubber fart sound um that that radiates through oh, my god through the neighborhood and and actually um interrupts old old Mr. Uh, Johansson's funeral which is going on um in the in the church where the program and- is based. And then you could also play around with the concept of wind because, you know, if there's like a big air pocket underneath that thing of flubber and you got like a person standing next to the flubber pile and the steamroller goes over it and shoves that wind pocket out, 
Like it could blow you over. Yeah. You're going to get blown into the next County when that happens. Yeah. There you go. People. <laughs> um, sound is a loose part. <laughs> um, and Hey, Hey, don't, uh, don't uh, sleep on the idea of a, a daily sweetie pie dance party uh, habit because it's uh, it's delightful. A little bit, a little way to build that, that. Uh, build that relationship, uh, 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 build, make you make you feel a little bit closer. It's a stress reliever. Um, probably won't work if you're a if you're a partner of choice doesn't choose to participate though. If you're if you end up having to force them to dance with you um, every day, it's not gonna it's not gonna be a good experience. It's gonna add more not- stress to your life. Steve is going to love you for this because I'm yeah. going to totally do it. And he loves that. He loves stuff like that. That would usually be him trying to come to me saying, let's do this. And I'd be like, that's so weird. Um, but I'm going to try it. Well, that's Not Steve. for a year. But I'll try it for like a, a week. Steve is a, is a sweet and romantic guy from my experience is, with him. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Goodbye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.